Yeah. There's another one called Mile High Singles. Okay. Well, get ready. I know that's about. Woo. Uh, whether you're afraid of flying or if you get excited at the thought of going to a new destination you've never been to Meet me before. in the bathroom. According to ads, you don't have to wait to meet a local or someone from Tinder when you can use Mile High to make friends before you get there. I have a tough time reading on flights, especially long-haul trips. Don't sit next to me, then. Yeah. Get away from me. Get I away. don't want <laughs> Where's that app? Getawayfromme.com. Welcome to Hey You Know It. My name's Jaquetta Sotmar, and I'm here with my co-host... Katie Kazmier. Hey You Know It is a podcast that tells you how it is or how it should be. You can listen to Hey You Know It on iTunes, a new episode every Monday. And here they are, Jaquetta and Katie. Um, anyways, I want to kick off with some musk you, musk you really, new segment. Oh, well, Elon, Elon, news on Elon Musk. Yeah, it's what not going on as new a segment anymore, but it's one of our newer segments. And I found this article... And it's interesting because, you know, people don't use proofreaders anymore. They don't, and they should. <laughs> they really should, especially when you're doing journalism. Yeah, like we're talking about companies and, yeah. and professional organizations yeah. that do need a proofreader. Not just someone's blog, not just, you know, someone who doesn't have a lot of resources. So this was in like a, a pretty big website of a journalistic piece, and it says Elon Musk. But at the top, mm-hmm. it said Elonk. Elon Musk, which is not bad either. That's his twin. Yeah, Elonk. his good twin. His good twin. Elon. He's he's a poor, a chaste. He's person. Chaste he's not a billionaire playboy, right? He's and a, he he does pottery. Yeah, he does pottery. Yeah, and he, he, uh, beekeeping. He and really likes the company of cats. Yes, you know. Uh, so it says Elon Musk. <laughs> not, but it's really Elon. But it's really Elon. Other one. Um, maybe he's playing both. You know what I mean? Like when. There's not. There's only one, but right. he's doing both of them. Right. All right. So Elon Musk announces plans to quote unquote merge human brains with AI, and it just sounds evil. It does. Human brains. Elon Musk announced late Tuesday night on the final goal of Neuralink. So it's just another one of his companies. His brain machine interface startup is to allow humans to quote achieve a symbiosis with artificial intelligence, and that by quote merging with AI. Humans will be able to keep up with AI. Musk plans to begin human trials on an early version of Neuralink intended to treat brain injuries next year. So always, it's always about search and rescue, right? It's always Medical. about brain injury um, or troops. Something has happened to you know people search who are and service. rescue the troops. Yeah. Um, um, medical advancements, yeah. something with that. P- and, paraplegics, yeah. that kind of thing. That's what they say. Uh, so Elon Musk says, ultimately, we can do a... Full brain machine interface. He really should say we might be able to, mm-hmm. but this is Elon Musk. And if I know Elon Musk, which I do, he's probably going to say that this is going to happen in like a month. Yeah, right? yeah. Right. The thing is, when he's talking about merging the brain with AI, I know what I'm thinking of. The visual is like you know, like a deck of cards split in half, and you go to shuffle them, and one is the one brain, is brain, and one is AI. <laughs> I like that. You know, you should pitch that to him and be like, this is how it's going to work, guys. Yeah. And just show that and be like, boom. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Katie Cass, this is how it's going to work. Yeah. You guys are the engineers. Figure it yeah. out. But it's just going to yeah. merge. It's slice it. It's like biomimicry, it but this is with cards. Yeah. And so it says, ultimately, we can do a, fr- a full brain machine interface. This is going to sound pretty weird, he says. Oh, ultimately. Oh. Like, <laughs> again, he says, ultimately. Ultimately. 
We can achieve a symbiosis with artificial intelligence. This is not a mandatory thing. Well. <laughs> this is something you could choose to have if you want. I hope not. It's <laughs> but, not mandatory, but participation is welcome. Yeah, this is, going, this is going to be, you have to opt out. Uh, this is going to be a really important at a civilization level scale. I think like instinct, like, there's extinction level. This is civilization level. Even in a benign AI scenario, we will be left behind mm-hmm. with a high bandwidth brain machine interface. I think he's just making shit up. Uh, with a high bandwidth brain machine interface, we can go along for the ride and have the option of merging with AI. Mm-hmm. So they found out that he, one of his, through some like Freedom of Information Act, mm-hmm. something like that, or public um, record search, he has been funding primate research at universities in California. So that's always the first step is like some unsuspecting monkey. Is now under the thumb of Elon. Because Elon didn't see any of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Not the Charlton Heston one, not the Marky Mark one, and not the most recent one, James Franco. He hasn't seen any of those. Um, It says the company short to medium term goals. Don't, I've never heard that before. Short to medium. Short to medium term goals are to create a chip that can be implanted into the brain to treat a variety of brain injuries. Diseases including paralysis, of course, they throw in Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, but Musk said that progress will be slow for him, that's probably like a couple of weeks, yeah. And that the company will not suddenly unveil a chip that takes over people's brains. Did someone in the audience ask, Excuse me, Mr. Musk, are you planning to unveil a chip that takes over people's brains? And he was suddenly. like, No, not right away, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to just spring it on you. Yeah. He said, At the very least. He wants to get FDA approval. If it's short to medium term, yeah. everybody um, better start sleeping in their offices. Yeah. Get ready. Yeah. Um, he says, unless we have some kind of brain-machine interface that can solve brain ailments of all kinds, whether it's accident or congenital, any kind of disorder, spinal disorder, we can solve that with a chip. This is something that most people don't understand yet. He does. He, right. Yeah. All of this will occur slowly. It's not like Neuralink will suddenly have a neural lace and start taking over people's brains. It sounds exactly like... Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> now with the mic on. And we're back. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it sounds exactly like that's what they're going to do. Is they're gonna have, we're going to wake up one day with a neural lace front, I'm calling it. A neural lace front? <laughs> neural lace. That's how we won't know. Okay. We're all going to wake up with this gorgeous head of Beyonce. Oh my god! And then before we know it, our brains are doing whatever. Oh my Elon god! So the, the weave roots go; they go right and they kind of like um, uh, spider out into the yeah, brain. Yeah, oh exactly. that in my mind, the neural lace front. That's how that's going to work. Um, he said it will take a long time, and people will see it coming. So they're not going to stick it in the back. Oh, okay. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they'll they'll see you coming over that. with the wig. Yeah. But the guy who wrote this is like, look, Elon Musk's claims have to be taken skeptically from a social, political, and engineering scientific standpoint. It's like most of the things that he has put out there, and it's true, they have been slow and no one wanted them. Yeah. Like, so the, 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 the invention of the tunnel that allows cars to travel through single file and a, is basically a subway train. Mm-hmm. Um, remember those kids were trapped in a cave and yeah. he was going to make like a little tiny submarine. They were like, we don't need that. We've sent divers in. Oh, Already. right, 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 right. I mean, right. I was like, I'll, let me get on this. It'll be a couple of weeks. Yeah. It'll be a short to medium Meanwhile, term the kids project. are at home. Yeah. You know, they're doing interviews. It's over. Um, and he said that, he said, or Musk said, 
that the reason why he did the entire presentation is actually not to let us know that we'll be getting these neural lace fronts. But he's trying to recruit people to the project. Oh. And I'm like, you can't think of a better way to recruit people than to put a video on the internet? Like, you've got to have some fingers out there in the it's technological to put, world. Tapping the shoulder of some people who have some talent in this respect. Right? But you think these people are sitting around waiting for, like, a YouTube video? You know Hi. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I was at MIT, but then I saw this video. He just likes, it, you know, he just watches what's going on. He's like, that's a problem. I think I'll solve yeah, it. Yeah, I'll solve it. Check out the hook. Um, so here's how it's going to work. So they didn't have a lot of details, but the information they have so far is that the first device is going to be implanted in people's brains, and um, it's going to be a large number of threads with wires with electrodes, which are inserted into the brain in places where they'll be able to pick up electrical signals from the neurons. And it's a system on a chip, and it's going to get this information and then interpret mm-hmm. it and do something with it. And then they're going to implant a pod that's worn behind your ear oh. and that works with Bluetooth. All of this sounds to me like not good for your brain. No. To have any of these things really All hanging close. off your head. Yeah. I mean, there's already a lot of you know electrical stuff happening in there naturally, and then this stuff comes along. Um, they are, so they have, we have the ability now to, you know, implant chips with people who are like paraplegic and things like that. They, they've been, um, kind of experimenting with that, but the chips are big. Mm-hmm. Elonk's idea <laughs> is to make the chips really, really small and hopefully be able to get at least 10 chips into a single human brain. 10? 10. Why 10? How did he come up with That's 10? What, exactly. This is what I'm talking about. He's like, how many chips? Like, oh, 10. A dozen? That's too many. Ten. About five. Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. Twice that. Ten. So if you could get one in there, they're gonna start with just four. Oh. And they're gonna work their way up. Um, and then they're gonna do human clinical trials, which Musk claims will be underway by 2020. What? Um, yeah, that's what they say. That human prob- clinical trials. Prisoners, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, this will involve inserting... Oh, from private prisons, right? From private pri- prisons. Yeah. This will involve inserting the threads into the motor cortex that, you know, controls the body's motor functions, and they're going to be using it with paralyzed patients to try uh-huh. to see if it can help them with stuff, which I think is a good idea, uh-huh. but, like, just leave it for that. You know what I mean? If you want to help people who have motor issues, you know, motor skills issues or who are missing limbs, whose limbs are not functioning, fine. But, like... Leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think you need to go any further. And do you need to, like, experiment on people like that? Yeah. Like, just because somebody has loss of motor function doesn't necessarily mean that, you that know. You, that they're, you are allowed to experiment yeah, on them. Yeah, or that you should be experimenting on them. I don't know. I, I, I think it's a kind of a weird thing. And I'm wondering, is there any other way to help people besides messing with their brains? You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be something else. In any case, so... Um, at the end of the article, the writer says, you know what, this guy basically has spouted so much BS and all of his wonderful ideas have turned to nothing and we probably have nothing to worry about. So they, the, the lace front neural network, we'll see. Okay. All wow. right, what do you have? I like a wig. <laughs> a hairpiece that controls your mind. <laughs> well, how about, how about, um, let's segue into, okay. how about an app that helps you, um, Control your loins. Okay. I don't. Control your loins? I don't. Loin control. It's 
It's not really about control. I just tried. That was a really awkward and really just off the mark. I thought you had a segue. That was my segue. Okay. I like it. Because this is about a dating app and sites that help travelers hang out, hook up, and find love. That's just called a bar. (laughs) Is that the app? The app is called Last Call. So is it for people hooking up in the airport? Yeah, well, these some people they don't they're talk. This is written by a young woman who was like, I didn't want. She's like, I don't want to travel alone, but she's like, okay. maybe I should. And you know, what if I get lonely? What if I, you know. Don't have anyone to talk to. I don't have anyone to hang out How with. How long are you traveling for? I know. What, the- <laughs> what if I get lonely traveling by myself? So. Okay. okay. I mean, I've traveled. I used to travel by myself when I was younger, and I would always just meet other women, and we would end up hanging out for the day. Yeah. Or like, you know, and be like, oh. You just start talking to you people. You start talking to someone, it's like, oh, you're going to a museum? Oh, let's go together. Yeah. And she writes, I used to be amazed when women would say that to me, especially when they're cute single girls. Huh? Oh, they're looking for... Men to hang out with, yeah. or uh, ladies, you know, that they can it's always be romantic easy. with. Yeah, it's always been easy for me to meet new friends while traveling. There always seems to be fun parties, meetup groups, mm-hmm. um, couch surfing events. What the hell what is, is a couch that? surfing event? I know what couch surfing is, but what's the event aspect of it? I don't know. Is That's it like musical couches? Is there like a bunch of couches in a big space? Yeah, and then you have to run? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what is a couch surfing event? Couch surfing events, okay. Okay, but today there are many dating apps and sites that can help solo travelers find friends to hang out with. And then there are the apps that help you find people to hook up with, if that's what you're seeking. We used to just use personality and drinks, I'm telling yeah, you. D- that works. That worked. Yeah. A bar stool was a great app <laughs> for meeting somebody. Um, so, uh, oh God, there is some really... What's shady the app stuff called? Here. Some shady no, stuff. she's talking about shadier than the lace neural lace front. Well, beyond the typical Tinder, okay, you know you can use Tinder anywhere, and people still using Tinder and Bumble. Okay, yeah, it's so 2018. Mm, Bumble is on the list because people seem to love it, but it's basically for ballsy chicks who make the first move. Bumble is all about making women feel empowered and equal. Okay, yeah, but no, I'm old school, and if a man is interested, he'll let me know. So. That's through the app. Uh, there is a there is a site called Nomad Soulmates. By the way, that's not old school using an app. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. I know. Uh, it's a site specifically for travelers and digital nomads. If you're a millennial, uh, a that nomad. that phrase I keep hearing that digital nomad. Um, you know, I've had a lot of jobs where I've had to travel a lot, and I've always taken my electronics with me. So have you? I don't digital nomad. I don't know. It's just someone who travels while they work. Yeah, and you take your stuff with you. It's not that romantic. If you're a millennial and you're looking for a travel partner, Nomad Soulmates is a good place to start. Unlike some dating sites, wait, yes, or apps. millennial. They're thirty five now. They're still acting like they're young. I know, right? Next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Unlike some dating sites that or apps that target those looking to hook up for brief encounters or high-class escorts seeking jet-setting sugar daddies. Huh? What? Where did that come from? I don't know. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, it's not that there's anything wrong with it, but it just seems like a weird throw-in. Okay. And again, millennials, you guys are old. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a thing on, on an app I was looking at, like Instagram, about Generation Z. Step aside, millennials. Yeah, no It's kidding. over. No one cares. 
Um, so on this site, you'll know that people you connect with are seeking like-minded potential partners. Okay. I want someone who is not like-minded. Did <laughs> with me? Who's un- what would be the opposite of that? Unlike, unlike-minded, unlike-minded. Okay, unminded. And no un- now that's the new word. Unminded. Unminded. Someone who is not like Saul's mind <laughs> of the same mind yeah, as you. No, not like mind. You're unminded. Unminded. Uh, then there is Ventura. Ventura is a good app because you can communicate with locals before you actually get to their country, as well as other travelers who are planning to trip, uh, planning a trip there. Like Ace Ventura. Ventura. <laughs> really, <laughs> Ventura. <laughs> I didn't even think of it that way. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I want an app. It's like you know, Ace Bigelow. <laughs> Bigelow. Who was that? Was it Deuce Bigelow? Deuce Bigelow. Deuce, male Gigolo. Male Gigolo. There's a good app. Yeah. Deuce Bigelow. If so, but with Ventura, if you love hiking or museums, you can easily chat and meet up and plan a meetup with people interested in doing the same things. Okay. Well, if you like to hike or go to a museum, sure. But you know what? If you go to a museum, guess what? You already be face to face with a lot of people who enjoy that. So yeah. just go there and start talking. They're not all waiting outside. You don't have to be like. <laughs> With somebody to enjoy a yeah. museum. But also, you can meet someone in the museum. Yeah. Like, if you if someone's looking at a painting you and talk you're... To yeah, talk to them. There's another one called Miss Travel. Excuse me? Like, Miss Travel. No, oh, okay. Miss Travel. It was, like, misunderstood. Like, Miss... Ms. Travel. Penelope Travel. <laughs> Miss Travel. Um, it was created by Brandon Wade, who also created of this... The seeking Arrangement Sugar Daddy fame. I don't know. I guess this is a person who made an app for... For sugar babies? Sug- for babies and daddies to meet. Okay. Again, the bar. Yeah. People are having a hard time finding a young woman who wants to get money. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But supposedly these young women who want money also don't know how to find a sugar daddy? Yeah. Okay. Go outside. Um, Who wants a digital trail of that, though, you know? This app is free to join, but men must pay to message women. Okay. Members get to check boxes specifically. This sounds like a pimp app. Yeah. (laughs) Stating whether they know. (laughs) Members get to check boxes specifically stating whether they are willing to pay for a stranger's trip or that they expect to have their flight accommodations and all other expenses all paid for. So you can pick what you want. Like, I want meals. But I'll get my own room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to pay my flight. Yeah. And my cab. But that's it. And then maybe I'll see you. Yeah. They can add their wish list places they would like to go or are planning on visiting. They can also include their availability. If you're a female excited about the potential to go meet generous frequent travelers, just be careful. <laughs> generous frequent travelers? Generous frequent travelers. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. This is nice. I know. Keep it I'm the I mean I'm not judging this. I just find it odd that you would need an app to do any of this. This yeah. has been going on. This is like the third oldest profession. Yeah, right? You Finding a, a a sugar daddy yeah. and a young sugar baby. Yeah. If yeah, and then there's Tripper. If you're not a fan of solo travel but your friends but your friends have kids or never seem to have the funds to travel. <laughs> or just don't get the travel itch like you, Tripper can help you meet others headed the same way so you can check out new places together. It could easily just say, if you have no one to travel with. Yeah. Instead of saying, if your friends have kids. <laughs> no, they don't want to Broke a shit. Yeah. Or just don't want to be around yeah. you. 
out of the country. <laughs> it isn't really focused on matching up people or romance or hookups, but it can happen. Oh, But you're meeting like-minded souls. Again. Again. Yes, like-minded. <laughs> who are... <laughs> As adventurous as you are, so keep an open mind. Wow. All right. Then there's Tor Bar. Uh, it claims to be like ten- Tinder for travel. Meet okay. other travelers and locals from all over the world so that you'll never have to worry about being lonely while you're away from home. Is, I'm freaked out. What? Are people really that terrified of being alone with their thoughts? But what about, aren't people more awkward? Like, isn't, isn't, don't people get stressed out meeting new people? Um, or is it like, hey, you're new. Thank God you're here. Or now I'm not alone. I, they, maybe that's the way it is. I'm actually frightened the way that you read that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, you know, I, like that seems creepy. That's exactly what I'm expecting. If well, I sign up for one of these things, you're like, oh, thank goodness. Oh, I was here, sitting yeah. here with my thoughts for a few minutes. I thought I was going to go nuts. But then how do you, like this, you know, when you meet a perfect stranger and then start, you have to break the ice and get to know them. And I think this app like, breaks the ice. You're both desperate. And lonely, so that's already out there. Okay. <laughs> like, your two people don't know how to meet people, you know. Or, if you're, the, the writer writes, if you're like me and you're based in a huge city, maybe you can show a visitor around if you find yourself unexpectedly alone on a weekend. Excuse me? Well, there's all, you know what? In New York City, half of the apartments are, um, half of the people in apartments are living alone. Yeah. And they don't, and they're working all the time. They don't meet anybody. Mm-hmm. They don't go out. Or they, they, to an extent, they don't go but out. But wouldn't you want to meet someone mm-hmm. who you might be able to see again as a friend or as a romantic partner, activity partner, as opposed to, like, someone who is only in town once ever for, like, a weekend? Hey, baby steps. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. All right. That's strange. Yeah. Although, at, at the same time, I kind of think the idea of having a local person show you around... Is cool, Mm -hmm. but I think it should. That I would like that person to be either a historian, a tour, like somebody Mm -hmm. who a part of either their business or their skill set. They're highly skilled at like taking travelers Mm -hmm. around, and they should know a little bit about what you want to do. So, like maybe you're interested in Mm -hmm. theater history in New York, and someone could who's in the theater community would be like, "Yeah, I'll take you around for the weekend and show you some things, and Mm -hmm. you know, send you off to a show." But no. No, no, no. I know, <laughs> right? But also, when I am alone unexpectedly on a weekend night, I'm like, yay. Yeah. I know. That's what I was thinking. This is oh great. I don't God. have anything to do. I can just, I can read. I can watch my yeah. show. I can do whatever I want. You go know? for a walk, you know, mm. go to a yoga class or just do nothing. Do an, yeah. I'm a, it's a, that's gold. But if you have this much free time, maybe you should spend it going out trying to meet somebody instead of yeah, like or getting being a online. hobby instead of being upset about being alone. Oh, it's anyway. so strange, you know. Maybe we're just old school. Yeah, there's another one called Mile High Singles. Okay, well, get ready. I know that's about woo. Uh, whether you're afraid of flying or if you get excited at the thought of going to a new destination you've never been to, meet me before. in the bathroom. <laughs> According to ads, you don't have to wait to meet a local or someone from Tinder when you can use Mile High to make friends before you get there. I have a tough time reading on flights, especially long-haul trips. Don't sit next to me, then. Yeah. Get away from me. Get I away. don't want <laughs> Where's that app? Getawayfromme.com. And movies are usually old flicks I've already seen, so a site like Mile High Singles that connects with potential new friends on the same flight sounded good to me. Wait. Sounds like a damn nightmare. You're stuck on the Boeing 747 with some schmuck from Dubuque yeah. that you thought was going to be a cool person to hang out with, and she turns out to be awful. 
and so now you, you're stuck. Especially the long flights, six hours, eight hours. So you are 10 you hours. arranging to sit with that person? Like you both get on, you're like, oh, I see my friend. Do you mind if we sit together? Is that how I, it goes? Maybe. Oh, and Simply, by the way, she's wrong. Whenever I take a flight, the movies are always things that I didn't even know have come out yet. Yeah. What is she flying? I don't know. Spirit Airlines. Uh-huh. You simply enter your flight number to see who else is on the same flight, and you might be able to find um, a hostel to share an Uber with or maybe grab dinner once you land. Really? I don't want to do that once I land. That's I want to so go to my strange. hotel. So, so the situation is you're on your flight to, I don't know, Italy or whatever, and there is someone on that plane. You don't know who they are, but you'll be having a meal with them later on that night. <laughs> is that how it works? <laughs> You're paying or did I make it Italy. sinister? No, that's, okay. that's it. That's how it works. But if you're going to Italy, you better have an itinerary, and you don't have time to meet this person. On no, the... you guys are having, uh, you know, dinner at the Trattoria or whatever. God. Who knows? Strange. Okay. Then and then... also the name. I thought it was going to be the Mile High, High Club app. That is an app that sounds like, you know, it could yeah. actually work. Yeah. <laughs> no, you get on this app. This would be the app, right? That you... Are matched up with somebody and you have to have sex with them in the bathroom. Exactly. Yeah. This just says meet me in the bathroom. When you get in there, you just gotta be open minded. Yeah. And quick. Yeah. <laughs> have a plan. <laughs> you know. That's it. Of what you're gonna That's do. What you're gonna do. And just make that happen, and then get on your way. Yeah. You know. Okay. If this app were, if our app were real, and then people, it would, who would be using it? It's like all guys, like hey. and, and you gentlemen, be open minded. Because guess who's... Cause anyone could be in there. Yeah. What if you went in there, it's like, oh my God, my boss. <laughs> hey, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> You'll do. Let's just forget about it. Yeah. What happens on the app stays in the app. Exactly. Then there's Scout. It's a bit different um, that you type in the location of where you are, say a bar, festival, or museum, and you search to see others <laughs> located nearby. I feel like I'm on the corner of 5th and Main. <laughs> it was around. There's a hot dog cart in front of me. Is anyone here? You know, it's just like, I'm here. Who else is? It's like they're all around you. <laughs> just, why, why, just, so funny? why not just shout? Yeah. Oh, I am lonely AF. Does anyone want to get a donut? I, I, <laughs> Scout? Okay. But I don't get this because it's like you put your stuff, your info in there, and you see who else is there. They're there. They're there. They're there already. Look around. Look up from your phone. <laughs> That's what I mean, though. So what's what's the difference between... I get, okay, maybe the assumption for people using these apps is that people don't want to meet other people. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to narrow down who actually wants to have a human connection of some mm-hmm. kind. As opposed to assuming... That, that everybody wants a human Yeah, connection. most people okay. want to meet other people. And also, maybe these people don't understand how to read body language. Yeah. Because, you know, like, I've made a lot of friends over the years, uh, especially women, randomly. Mm-hmm. Uh, by, like, we're in the same place, or they have something on that I like. Or, you know, you see a person a couple of times, and you're like, oh, hey. And just strike up a conversation yeah. with them. And it, it takes time. Yeah. But you have to be able to read the cues from somebody. Yeah. But I think it's really important to, not that it's not even looks, but it's like the person's manner, mm-hmm. their attitude. Like, you can tell, like, oh, we might get along, we mm-hmm. might have some things in common. Like, what do you say to each other on the, the app to communicate yeah. that? You know? And what if, what if the person shows up and you're like, what the hell? Then what? Yeah. You can't just run off because you're face to face now. Yeah, now you have to. It's too late. Now you have to have that donut or whatever. I don't know. It's kind of strange. 
So you play bass keys, drums, guitar, sing lead or rap, horns too. Looking for a place to go, Saturday night, 8 p.m. to 12. Funkadelic Studios, y'all. Fully equipped rehearsal yeah. studio. It's got everything you need to jam. What you waiting on? 209 West 40th Street. Come one, come all, and you can bring your bandmate, lover, or a friend. Yeah, come prepare to jam. Okay, then there's air dates. Mm. Imagine an app that works without internet access. No. What? You mean if I... <laughs> You mean if I can see a fine man sitting two rows ahead of me on a flight, we can cyber him? Is that what is that a fine brother? Yeah, a fine man. <laughs> okay. Yes, we can cyber flirt. Um, hell yeah! Thanks to air dates. Buckle up. Are you gonna you gonna air drop a picture of your diaphragm to that guy? <laughs> That's what I'm imagining. You know what I mean? Yeah, got it. This going on. Yeah. Apparently, don't once, worry. We'll be safe. Once you download the app and turn on your Wi-Fi, Bluetooth and airplane mode on your phone, you'll be able to find other passengers and flirt away. Oh, oh. no. It's just going to be a barrage of everyone's dick who's on the plane. <laughs> From first class. <laughs> all the way down. Business class all the way to the And back. then the pilot gets distracted yeah. when yes. the plane goes down. Well, yes. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, why would you want this? Or how does it work? No, it's just it's like... It, That's this, it? Yeah. It's just like... Uh, it, it works without a signal. It's just when you're... I am desperate. There's other ways to give off that signal. We've all done it, right? You can show desperation and and availability without this app. Yeah. There's another one called Wingman. Okay. This is a plane one again? You can't create a profile for yourself, but your friends can. If you're shy and never really comfortable about raving about your stellar qualities. everybody I know on here. (laughs) Your friends can describe you and help you find a suitable match. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, um, this is Butterfly. Surprise. Yeah. You, you have a date. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Butterfly seems to be a pretty cool app, even if you're not interested in sex, love, or soulmates. Okay. You can just meet is other what, travelers okay. who may want to split a taxi or to or from the airport or just to make a new friend. That Lyft and Uber, they already have this ability. You can do, just to share a ride. Just to share a ride. I do it all the time. Yeah. If especially in my neighborhood, if there's someone else and they're also going into the city. So now when you share a ride, you go stare at them and go, do you want to be my friend? <laughs> do that. Is that what you do to make new friends? Is that what you're just taking lifts and sharing just to meet new people? But the whole thing is here. From, from the moment you, so you're going on vacation yeah. alone and you're a millennial, mm-hmm. you can share a ride to the airport with someone, make a friend on the way there. Once you get on the plane, you can either fuck someone in the bathroom, you can flirt with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, you're also having someone pay for the entire thing. Yeah. So I don't oh. know how that's going to third-party sugar daddy app We'll cover all of no these things. No kidding. Right? right? The whole right. thing is... The, yeah. So you get there. Um, when you're not with your sugar daddy, you also have time to get a meal with somebody because they've set that up for you as well. Or have somebody show you around mm-hmm. when your sugar daddy is out, I don't know, making shitloads of money or whatever it is. Yeah. So this basically sounds like, to me, a way to have every single thing paid for uh, in a vacation sense, and you'll never have to be alone. So you could put all these apps together. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. For, you know, lazy, broke, unfriendly, horny woman. <laughs> These oh apps God. can do it for you. This is another one, Travel Host Date. Travel Ho. 
travel host date. <laughs> okay, travel host date. Another app for travelers without the lengthy questionnaires or bo- a boring profile drama that makes you sit for an hour trying to come up with cute, fun description of yourself. So what does it say? It's just like, where are you going? Cairo? That's yeah. It. You just simply add your gender and email and choose a destination and you're in. Mm-hmm. Cairo um, to spirit. Email and they said it's it, they make it really difficult for escorts, scammers, and catfish to sign up, uh, making members verify at least one photo. Okay, I'm like, is that a problem? Catfishing. This goes on. It goes. There's lady travels, your travel mate, girls traveling, travel meet date, e love dates, dates abroad, internation, and then oh, couch surfing. Please, couch re- is an app. It's it's not a dating site or. Airbnb used to have an option for that when they first started up. You could sleep, you know, you could sleep in someone's spare room on a couch. Yeah, it's couch. It's a site for travelers seeking free accommodations and new friends. Yeah, <laughs> they might have an material motive or two because there are some people who do meet through couch surfing and fall in love. Well, I mean, you're sleeping on someone's couch, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, I no don't thanks. know. It's just like there's. What's wrong with just talking to people? I don't know. When when I the first time I traveled by myself, uh, it was I think I was twenty. Yeah, uh-huh. I was twenty years old. I was staying with a boyfriend. It wasn't working out, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm going to Wales for a week." So I went by myself to Wales, mm-hmm. um, and all I had was like a Let's Go Travel Guide because this is before no one had phones. Mm-hmm. There was no internet, so you just had these books, and you would look through. And then when you got to a town, you would call the number of the the guest house or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, and say, hey, do you have a room for tonight? They come on over, and you go, you know, and I end up staying with some really, I say with an opera singer, I say with some really interesting people, uh-huh. and then there you meet people. Yeah. Because it, like, it was like a little circuit of travelers, and people were open to meeting other people and enlarging your group. So say you'd meet like two or three girls or whatever, they'd be like, oh, come with us, there, now we have four people, let's and organize so we something. We yeah. can go and take the boat. Yeah, we yeah. can get, or we can get a deal somewhere, oh, let's get another group together, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of a... Not a contract, but it was like, you know, that's what you did. Mm-hmm. Everybody was open to meeting people, to ha- inviting people in their travels and just going on. I was very rarely ever alone when I traveled by myself mm-hmm. for that reason. Yeah. And you would spot other travelers because you're backpacking. You're like, oh, they have backpacks. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Um, maybe people don't feel comfortable about doing that, although I feel like that's a lot safer and more fun than these apps. Yeah, cause because you, can, you don't know who you're meeting. Yeah, and you get a better read on somebody in person. Yeah. So it's okay if I'm like a little shy and I don't know how to make a friend, but I definitely don't want another person in that situation coming to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not going to work. One of us needs to be extroverted. Yeah. One of us needs to be the person who, when we go to the uh, the castle or wherever we're going, that can speak up and be like, hey. Yeah. So I don't know. Bizarre. So I don't know. And if you can't find, get a, you can find sugar daddies like anywhere. I know. Yeah. Go down to Wall Street area. Oh go my to God. A bar. Go to a bar. Oh, that's all you need to do. Yeah, just go down go to Wall bar. Street and sit by yourself at a bar. Yeah. And just look around and see, you know, who comes in with a nice suit. Yeah. That's it. And that's it. There's your sugar daddy. And they're super uh, aggressive, assertive. So they're just like, they'll be, they're looking for it too. And they know why you're there. Yeah. Oh, bizarre. I always feel bad that we do cover a lot of things with cryptozoology mm-hmm. and our tales from Dirt Campfire, and we leave out Bigfoot. 
So you know, it's kind of because Bigfoot's real. Yeah, I'm bringing uh, uh, Bigfoot back again. Uh, apparently, this is just revealed. The FBI had a secret file on Bigfoot. In November of 1976, uh, Peter Byrne, who is the director of the BIC, the Bigfoot Information Center. And the government? No, no, it's a sound. It's like BFRO. Okay. (laughs) Which is a Bigfoot research organization, but the BIC. Uh There's probably also like a BCI, a CIB, whatever. So he wrote a letter to the FBI in 1976 saying, look, I found some hairs. I suspect they belong to Bigfoot. Will you guys analyze okay. these hairs? So a month later, the FBI wrote back, and which is bl- weird. This is the 70s. They belong to a guy named Jeff. <laughs> so the agency said, look, it's kind of unusual, but we'll check it out. Because mm-hmm. it's the 70s. Yeah. And it's like kind of swinging free. Yeah. So the FBI agreed to examine the hairs to see if they belong to uh, Bigfoot. And they said, we're doing this in the name of research and scientific inquiry. Okay. Not because we believe in it, but, you know, we're doing anything. So they said occasionally on a case-by-case basis, they'll do stuff like this. And, uh, that's what they said in the 70s. And they analyzed the hairs and some tissue that he sent them. So okay. I'm like, right? Yeah. So someone is sending hair and, like, tissue samples to the FBI, and they're like, no problem. We'll check it out. That's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. So they did all the research, and they figured out. They used... Um, microscopes, they looked at the root structure, the cell structure, the cuticle thickness, all this kind of stuff. And they told you probably what anyone where I'm from could have told you, any hunter or any country person. It was just deer hair. Oh, okay. Which is weird because, like, I'm not super, super country, but I could probably tell what deer hair is. It had a certain smell to it. It had a certain look to it. I don't know why this guy felt like he had to send it into the FBI. So all of these years, the file was secret. And it just got released now. And it was deer hair. It was deer but, hair. Uh, why? Uh, deer don't have long hair, do they? Or was it a tail? Um, I mean, they can have somewhat long hair. I guess if you pull it off at the at the the root and the and with tissue and like, there, yeah, <laughs> some tissue is attached to it as well. But yeah, so this is the FBI. Actually, they never. It was their first time analyzing uh, hairs, looking for uh, evidence of Bigfoot. The, um, they said they had been asked to analyze hairs before, and they were like, we're not doing it. But uh-huh. for whatever reason, this guy was persuasive. And they said that if anyone who said in the, in the past that they've been investigating Bigfoot, they're not. They weren't. They just analyzed the hair one time, which says to me they were investigating Bigfoot. Yeah, they were because totally why investigating else would they be, why else would they check these hairs? Sure. I'd love yeah. to. Yeah. Ordinarily, like we don't. But today, we'll have a look at they it. They were looking for Bigfoot. Um, In the 70s, it was all about Bigfoot. Yes. So the Bigfoot file that was released uh, that just came out a couple of weeks ago, it has two photographs of the hairs uh, sent sent by the BIC, the Bigfoot Information Center. What more do you need? (laughs) Two photos. It also includes a statement agreeing to analyze the hairs and also saying that the the FBI is not changing its Bigfoot policy, which it has. Um, or its willingness to analyze objects sent in by members of the public. Okay. So they're saying, don't, please stop. Don't do it anymore. Okay. But they did look at it in the past. That's fascinating. That's really interesting. They had a lot of free time in the 70s. I'm, again, I'm imagining a bunch of FBI guys in cutoffs. 
I know. Because it's the 70s. And a big um, mustache, mm-hmm. big beard. No, no, no beard. beard. No That's beard, right. just mustache. Just a huge mustache. Hair. Porn stash. Yeah, like hair that goes down to like chin length. And it's floppy. And yeah. these are the guys who are kind of like the renegade FBI agents. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you have? I want to talk about whales. Okay. The, not cre- the creature from the sea. The creature, not the country. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So... The, well, this is barnyard news. Oh, I guess how barnyard news is when we report on animals that are in the barnyard and some that are out of the barnyard. Basically, animals. Yes. <laughs> so this one's like out of the barnyard, unless you have some kind of barnyard that you know yeah. is pretty amazing. Some kind of underwater gigantic barnyard. Yeah. You know. So this is about whales. Um, whales are mammals. Yeah. Yeah, and so they share with us several traits. They're warm-blooded. They give birth live to live birth. young yep. and raise them. Mm-hmm. They have some sort of fur or breathe <laughs> breathe through their lungs on the surface of the ocean. Um, their ancestors lived on land. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? Mm-hmm. Evolved and adapting to life in the ocean. They were like, get us off this. They're too big. They're like, it would be so much nicer to float. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. So there's 48 species of whales. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, two types of whales, the toothed and the baleen whales, mm-hmm. the latter which strain um, small plankton from the water for food. And those are the ones that they used to use to make brushes, which I find bizarre. Brushes? Yeah, so they used to use the baleen for bristles. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. did not know that. They used to use most every part of the whale. The blue whale is the largest animal ever to have z- existed on Earth. The longest one is... Was thirty point five meters, so it's, it's like a like hundred feet. hundred feet, yeah. That's crazy. I don't even know what I would do if I saw a fish a hundred foot long go by me. And then this, you know, and the smallest one is the dwarf sperm whale, which is nine feet. That's pretty big, That's though. Still, still big, yeah. Again, I would probably be, you know, in trouble I don't know, if that swam by. I don't know why they call them. Why do they have to call them sperm whales? I have no idea either. Maybe sperm means something else. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the whale populations are in steep decline worldwide. Yeah, thanks Over to the people. La- yeah, the last century, the fin whale population dropped from 720,000 to around 20,000. Oh, no. We're not going to have any whales left. It's over. Uh, they rely on sound on sound for hunting, navigating, and communicating. Um, and toothed whales use a fascinating system of <laughs> echolocation for hunting and navigating. And baleen use a pattern of sounds knows, known, known as songs for communication. Oh, I didn't know that was a difference. So there's echolocation. So and they then give there's off sound the, the whale song that... Like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Yo, what's up? <laughs> um, they're migratory animals, and they travel thousands of miles to breed in ideal water conditions. Um... <clears throat> And let's see, their role in the ecosystem. Why we need them? What what does okay. an, what do they do for us? Okay. Besides live in the ocean, I don't know. I find them incredibly intelligent, and beautiful creatures. Whales possess That's enough for me. <laughs> okay. You know, they possess an important. I know, right? That's enough That's for it. me. Yeah, they they look cool. They seem all right. They're not doing anything to me. They never did anything to black people. <laughs> so. I know, but it, it, this is exactly like the the I you know what people think. What are they doing for us? Yeah, what has he done for me? Yeah, when they possess an important role in the marine ecosystem. They recycle important nutrients such as iron, hmm. um, and they re-release these nutrients close. They go to the the depths and they get the iron and they and release they bring it, it back closer up. up to the surface where other yeah. creatures need it. Yeah, I had no idea. 
And when the whale dies, the carcass drops to the seafloor and provides a habitat for many species that only exist there. That I've seen before, and it's pretty gross but fascinating. Yeah. Um, they can substantially contribute to combating climate change. Mm-hmm. They are excellent carbon sequesters. When they die at the bottom of the ocean, the carbon that they have accumulated over their lifetime is trapped inside their bodies. Additionally, the dung of whales... Um, the dung of whales? Yeah, they're poop. I never even thought about that before. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess they must have. So when they poop, it's food for the um, the uh, phytoplankton. Okay. And it's got to be a mess. Yeah, and the phytoplankton <laughs> absorbs carbon in, uh, from the atmosphere, helping to address climate um, changes. Well, it's a bit late. It seems we've decimated the population of whales. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. Whale watching, just watching the whales, um, generates about $4 billion a year. I, and it's that's what worldwide. I'm saying. It's um, when you see them, you just feel like, oh, mm-hmm. and you feel happier and, you know, you feel good. They give you a positive yeah. feeling. And they're pretty unique after discovering brain cells previously found only in humans. Mm-hmm. Researchers now believe whales possess um, comparable levels. Um, of intelligence? Yeah, including the abilities for social organization, empathy, speech, and... Uh, remarkably, the ability to pass their new knowledge to others. They can I'm teach. not surprised. I mean, this is the thing. I, I We think that we're really smart because we've developed a lot of weapons, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, the threats to the whales, of course, are water and noise pollution. Noise pollution. Yeah. Oh, because then they can't use their... The noise pollution, the large booming sounds from boats and sonar devices can drive whales away from their habitat and even kill them directly. Oh, no. Yeah. I never even thought about that before. When you were talking, the idea that what do these animals do for us? So one time Greg and I were at like a, a natural um, water park mm-hmm. uh, where there were the animals that were naturally in the habitat were there. So the, the sea elephants were there, the dugong mm-hmm. or whatever. And there was this woman who was like, what are they? Like they were feeding them. Yeah. And this, this one of the, this tourist was like, well, what do they do? What, are they going to do something? Is there a show? And the people are like, we're not animal trainers. We're rehabilitating these animals. They don't do anything. Like, what you see them doing right now... Is what they do. Is what they do. They kind of slosh around and then they eat this cabbage. (laughs) Like, you know that these sea elephants are going to, like, do something... The trick? On command for her. And that was her... (laughs) You know what I mean? That was what these animals meant to her. This is the mindset. This is like everybody... Everything is here for your consumption somehow. And they have to perform for you. And I'm, I'm looking at this thing, creature thinking, oh, this is kind of a cool, weird... These are the ones that people used to think were mermaids, mm-hmm. uh, mariners back in the day. But I'm just looking at the creature thinking, this thing looks cool. Yeah. That's it. That's enough for me. Mm-hmm. Right? It looks neat, well, and it didn't try to bite me. Again, mm-hmm. had not done anything for black people. Yeah. Against <laughs> black people, you know? Uh, other things that threaten the whales, there's dam construction, cuts off food supply. Mm-hmm. Oh, dam construction. I thought you were, like, upset about it. <laughs> damn that dam construction. <laughs> dam construction. Then there's bycatch. That's when they become entangled in gear and nets from yeah. commercial fishing. And I'm like, they can't figure that out. And it leads to suffocation and poisoning. Um, then collisions between boats and whales. Are you Large serious? Large and small can directly injure or even kill the animal. And, yeah, the collisions occur when excess speeds or when their roots encroach on whales' breeding grounds. So they, so have- they crash into whales? Yeah. Come on. You, yeah. you telling me you can't sense that? You don't have no. some sonar to make I sure know. that you don't hit I know. a whale? I know, like, they, they're not even aware that this is the, the route, that this is the breeding season, and... 
Yeah, and when we know all that information. Yeah, we, I mean, we have this information. There was a video that uh, was on the internet, I think maybe earlier this week, of a, of a whale jumping out of the water right next to a boat, a small boat, mm-hmm. unharmed. The boat wow. was. So it's like, you know. It's like, yeah, it's like They could boat. have jumped on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> As we apparently yeah, are jumping onto whales. Yeah. And then a hunting, of course, commercial hunting known as whaling during the 20th century is estimated to, by experts, to have wiped out almost 3 million in terms of animal, oh, God, biomass. How the heck they call it animal biomass? Uh, yeah, I don't know. No, 3 million whales. Actual whales. Oh. And people eating whales. Eating whales and then using the... Um, for, you know, oil and stuff like that. Yeah. So, save the whales. You know, you heard that as like a hippie yeah. catchphrase when we were from kids. back in the day. But really, save the whales. Yeah. Because they're, they're, they're... I had no idea that the numbers were that low. Yeah. Oh, that makes me sad. I like All right, whales. whales we, we got your back. We're with you. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of animals, this <laughs> is not a... Cats. The musical is back. Oh, God. As... Um, a CG orgy, I will say, of a film. Okay. It just looks like a hot mess. So I made Katie watch the trailer. I and, and she watched and my reaction. It is the stuff of nightmares. Um, I described it as if someone animated the island of Dr. Moreau and put some very bad music to it. Yes, yes. The creatures Creepy. look, the, the movement is weird. So what, they di- what they've done here is it's... Cutting edge, this is what they say, cutting edge performance capture technology. So they had the actors, I guess, don suits with the little nodes on them Mm -hmm. and move around. And then instead of doing, they didn't do any makeup on the actors at all. The entire thing is CG. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Because you got Dame Judi Dench. So you have Dame Judi Dench, Jennifer Hudson, James Corden, Taylor Swift... And then there's one woman, the I think one of the main cats, who is doing a lot of ballet. She's actually a top ballerina, mm-hmm. which is cool and interesting. But just go see her. Yeah, yeah, Or yeah. let's just see her do the dance. Yeah. I don't need to see her do the dance in a weird CG, literally, cat suit. Yeah. Like... This is... Why are they doing it this way? How I come they, no they just can't be in cat suits? This, the, the article here says, from Collider, when when Judy Dent shows up looking like a cat-human hybrid, I fucking lost it. That's the reaction of people seeing this trailer. People are scared. People are horrified by it. It looks creepy. The cats look too much like people. Yeah. And they have that kind of weird... Um, like the island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah. That weird, like, But the, it's like... That? They're wearing, like, a weird skin suit... So the they look so human that it's odd that they don't have human like breasts and you know what I mean mm-hmm. like that's gone, <laughs> but everything else yeah. is there. Um, I'm a little upset about Idris Elba being in this. Mm. Uh, Ian McKellen, Rebel Wilson, and then Francesca Hayward I think is the the actual the, the ballerina that's in it. Um, why? The, as as the article says, the music. T- did you ever see Cats when it was? No, I didn't. No, no, it was. I never saw it. But always the, turned, told, don't even bother. <laughs> yes, and they were just like, no, see anything else? Yes. Don't see cats. Don't see cats. The music is terrible, except yeah. for that song Moonlight. That's the only song that most people know. But the rest of memories. It, uh, yeah, memories. Also, Moonlight. <laughs> I was like, what's the? Everybody knows Moonlight. You know, Moonlight, all alone in the moonlight. moonlight. And that's a really a song about a, a woman, an older woman who's a has been. She's like, oh, that's right. Yeah, she's kind yeah. of like. Um, I was. 
I was beautiful then. Uh, Sunset remember, Boulevard. It's memories. I just remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah memories. It's a very sad song. <laughs> For me, or Moonlight for yeah. me. Um, so it looks terrible. They probably spent hundred, like $200 million mm-hmm. on it, on this animation. Um, and like I said, it just looks frightening because the movement is so strange mm-hmm. on these actors. Um, Idris Elba somehow still looks like Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though he's... Like, he's I saw... When he was the villain in, Star, in a Star Trek film, it was like, oh, it's Idris Elba. Like, he all... No matter what, you could probably put him in a sack, in a box, and, like, and you'd yeah, still be Idris like, Elba. Idris Elba. Um, but it. it's it's creepy. Um, I I hope there's nothing sexual in it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There's all that that kind of weird. Like I don't I don't want to see Rum Tum Tigger as a curious cat or any of that kind of stuff. I think it looks really really scary. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. So we have our this is we're throwing in our 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 two cents in about yeah. this right now. Yeah. And I don't. I kind of want to see it, but at the same time, I don't because I think I'm really gonna have nightmares. Well, maybe we can make it a dirty double. Yeah, maybe we could see something else. I, I, I feel like at any point when I'm watching the uh, the trailer to this, like the clown from It is going to pop out yeah, and be yeah, in it. Like, it's yeah. that frightening looking to me. Yeah, so the Dirty Double, if nobody knows, you go to a theater, you buy a ticket, mm-hmm. you watch that movie, you sneak into another movie. You go to another movie. Yeah, you but we, also, don't, we don't recommend that. We don't recommend that. And we also don't recommend doing a filthy triple. Yeah. Don't do that either. Especially not on 34th Street. No, not at all. Where you can run from theater to theater. Yeah, so Cats... Um, the guy who the guy who made it also made um, the King's Speech. The directors did the King's Speech. Oh well, that's not and that's the Danish Girl, which are two great two films. Very good, but then movies, he also yeah. did Les Mis, the musical, which people were like the the, the film that was version, rough. and they said it was a little too much. I didn't see it. Did you see it? I did see it, and I like Les Mis yeah. on a scale from one to crap. Well, you know the kid that is the. Uh, you know, the lead guy in it, I just didn't like him. Okay. Even though other people did. And, and I shouldn't have anything against him, I just didn't Was like it him. CG? No, it wasn't Okay, CG. so it was, it was actually live, live yeah. you know. Yeah, we had our um, Anne Hathaway. Great. All, always lights up the screen. Yeah. <laughs> like, can't get enough. Can't get enough. She's not in this. Oh, that's too bad. I know. Um, so yeah, Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> that would have been perfect if she, she were in this. Yeah. That would have been perfect. If Anne Hathaway were in this cats. instead of Taylor Swift. Yeah, that would have. That would go. And yeah. no, I was wrong because I think the Taylor Swift cat is kind of a sexy cat, which is just this disturbing. I'm not into bestiality. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's drawing. It's like right yeah. there on the brink. For the same reason, I'm not into Beauty and the Beast. I always feel like it. Like there's a fine line. I'm like, are they getting romantic before he's turned back into a person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not interested in that. Any case, cats. And also that she he's holding her captive. <laughs> yes, that he's holding her captive. And then they dance. And then they dance. It's messed up. Yeah. The whole anyway, thing. but cats. Cats. All right, we'll see. And yeah, we'd like we'll to hear, uh, listeners, if you see cats, email us and let us know what you think. But it, be careful. Email us at heyyouknowit at gmail.com. Yeah, um, and see it during the day with a friend. Yeah. I would say. Hey. 
Thank you for listening to Hey You Know It. Stay in touch with us during the week. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Tumblr. Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We'll read it on an upcoming show regardless of content. As always, we love your emails. Send us an email at heyyouknowit at gmail.com with your comments, questions, and segment ideas. Emails will also be read on upcoming shows. Please tell your friends about us because you know we don't advertise. And let them know we can be found on iTunes at Stitcher.com and at HeyYouKnowIt.com. Thanks.